0: The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast where you're shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning. I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 9th of May. In Your Squeeze Today, Bill Shorten defends his mum's memory. Meghan and Harry reveal the name of their baby boy. TPG, Vodafone and competition. And what was Leonardo da Vinci up to at your age? This is Your Squeeze Today. Yesterday, the focus on the federal campaign was on Bill Shorten's reaction to a tabloid splash by the Daily Telegraph that he deliberately misled the public in his appearance on ABC's Q&A on Monday night. That's in relation to a story he told about his mother, Claire.
1: The story was that uh, he'd said on Q&A that her working class background had prevented her from pursuing a career in law, and he talked about wanting to be able to remedy that if he was to become prime minister so that women had equal opportunity and able to pursue their dreams. And what the telly and the Courier Mail did yesterday was to uh, put a story out to say That's all good and fine, but what you didn't go on to say is that your mother actually did become a barrister. So uh, in calling that out, Bill Shorten gave a very emotional and a very angry response. He did garner a lot of support for that response yesterday and today the telly and the Courier Mail have put it well back in the paper.
0: Prime Minister Scott Morrison, uh, for his part, extended his best wishes to Mr Shorten and when asked
1: about the story, he added that he could understand the hurt it caused. That's right. And where this seems to be going today is that the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age say off their front pages today that Labor's bracing for a war with Murdoch and for the last bit of the campaign when it comes to how papers like the Australian news outlets like uh, the Courier-Mail, the Daily Telegraph and papers around the country cover Labor for the rest of the campaign.
0: The Daily Telegraph, of course, is a news court paper, which is why that's a thing. The final debate of the federal election campaign was held last night at the National Press Club. It was hosted by the ABC's Sabra Lane. One takeout is that both leaders agreed to establish an independent umpire that will put an end to the jousting around the leaders' participation in debates, the format, the location, all of that. And if you need a shortcut to the week in politics tomorrow, our pop-up podcast, Squeeze the Election, will be out, so we'll have all of that stuff in there as well with a little bit more detail big news today, though. The name of Meghan and Harry's little baby
1: boy is out. It is. It's Archie Harrison Mountbatten, Windsor. He's not going to be an Earl or a Lord. Instead, he's just plain old Mm. Master Archie. And the new parents look very pleased with themselves. Meghan said that he's a dream and has a really sweet temperament. Harry was very gushing and Archie also met the Queen and Prince Philip. There's some beautiful photos up on their Instagram account. Along with Megan's mum, Doria as well. Apparently Archie
0: Archie's uh, an increasingly popular name in Britain. It's amongst the top twenty most common boys' names in twenty seventeen.
1: There you go. I know
0: a few are I know a few Yeah, She's me actually. too. You asked the following question of Squiz email readers today. Remember this time last year when US President Donald Trump removed America from a multinational nuclear deal that had agreement from Iran to limit its nuclear activities in return for lifting of economic sanctions? No, we don't remember, Claire. You're going to have to fill
1: us (laughs) in. I can't believe you don't remember that. (laughs) Yeah, it was quite a thing this time last year and it was a deal that Barack Obama had made with not just Iran but also with France and Germany and the UK and those Western countries were very keen that America stay in that deal because they believed that it was something that was containing Iran's nuclear ambitions. But It's coming back
0: to me. Yeah,
1: but what what happened was um, Donald Trump walked away with it. He said that it wasn't uh, working, that Iran wasn't complying with it, so there was no point being part of a deal that wasn't being met by the party who was really uh, being targeted by it. But what's happened is that um, Iran has said in the last 24 hours that it's thinking about moving away from that deal itself, that it will start enriching uranium again, uh, and if that gives it the potential to develop nuclear weapons, that's a whole other thing. And it really could point to what um, happened earlier this week, which was the deployment of a US aircraft carrier and Air Force bombers to the Persian Gulf on the weekend. So there's a bit of trouble over there.
0: So despite us having a life, obviously a very serious issue. And back here, the competition regulator has blocked the $15 billion merger of our third and fourth biggest telco companies, TPG and Vodafone, and the news was out before intended.
1: Yeah, apparently the ACCC, the the competition regulator, accidentally put the announcement up on its website yesterday when it wasn't meant to go out until today, and course that's not so much of an issue if it was just a matter of timing but these things of course have quite serious implications in the market and TPG share price was down 13.5% yesterday so these things do have consequences. Um, But back on to the deal, the deal uh, was going to really combine the third and fourth biggest telcos uh, in our country that they were saying would give them more capacity to be able to compete with Telstra Optus but what the ACCC has done is taken a look at it and said that actually it would reduce competition in the telco market so it's blocked it.
0: And it looks like that will be challenged by the company so a bit more to go on that one. Big big moment in soccer yesterday Claire I'm not going to explain this very well you might have to have another go but (laughs) Liverpool scored four goals and left Barcelona scoreless in the second of two semi-final matches that took them through to the Champions League final but Explain the significance.
1: So they play the semi-final over two games, and what happens is that the score of the first game is brought over to the second game. So Liverpool started yesterday's match with Barcelona three nil behind, um, but mm-hmm. they went on to win yesterday's match. Four So they took out the aggregate score 4-3, which to come back from something like that, a deficit like that, was pretty incredible. And uh, if that isn't your thing, the clip of the crowd singing in complete and unbridled joy is really something to behold.
0: Absolute goosebumps moment. Even if you don't like soccer or don't like sport, it's hard not to be moved by it. Definitely have a look at that. And, of course, Barcelona is considered to be one of the best clubs Mm. in the world and they have the best player in the world in Lionel Messi, so a huge achievement. And, of course, um, I've always wondered uh, what Leonardo da Vinci was up to at the age of 30, which is what I am. Um, You can find out now. Was he doing at your age?
1: (laughs) So at my age, he was painting The Last Supper, which, you know, I can barely paint a straight line, so that's pretty impressive. You're doing
0: a wonderful things as well, don't worry. This was 500 <laughs> years ago. It's a different time. Oh, yes. But anyway, if anyone would like to find out what Leonardo da Vinci was up to at their age, there's a link in the email to do so. Enjoy that. Our <laughs> uh, three-minute squeeze this week is with Gillian Bradford. She's on sabbatical from her job as Managing Editor of the ABC's Parliament House Bureau. Good time to be on sabbatical during a campaign.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a really big job, that one. And she's certainly not missing the campaign by the sounds of things. But
0: Yeah, she does touch on that. Yeah,
1: but what she is doing is spending a lot of time with her eight-year-old son, Lockie, who is a very special kid. And given it's Mother's Day this weekend, we really wanted to feature a a special mum. And Gillian certainly is one of those.
0: I really enjoyed her dinner party guest list. She's got the yeah, it's queen. A good one. Yeah, the queen, Donald Trump, Chris Yuleman, who's Channel 9's political correspondent, and Richard Roxburgh in his character as Cleaver from Rake. What a what a great what night. a party! Yeah, that'd be
1: <laughs> great fun. <laughs> to the subject line. What have we got today? The subject line, Bet Midler, you are the wind beneath my wings. That inspirational oh. story with Bill Shorten about what his mother meant to him and how she worked and put him through school and gave him the life that he has was very nice. And
0: jump into the Squeeze Today email, plenty more in there. And if you read it every day this week, you'll go in the draw to win $100 worth of books from Alan and Unwin. Have a great Thursday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au